What the hell are you thinking is the show that talks about everything you thought you knew? I mean, well, not everything. We, we don't do math. But the kind of things that make the world the way it is today. Confusing, annoying, contradictory, and often extremely stupid. Join host Dave Bledsoe as he explores the past 50 years or so and explains how dumb things were then and why they're even dumber now because those things happen. You can listen every Monday morning at whatthehellpodcast.com or on your favorite podcast app. Looks authentic enough. Of course, there are tests to be made before actual verification. How about verifying that your nearly extinct cult was out in Magnum Force last night? Faith and I got into a serious party situation. You're right. I had to lather, rinse, and repeat about five million times to get the sewer out of my hair, but otherwise, I'm of the good. Thank you for asking. Perhaps there are a few more than we'd anticipated, but I'd expect you'd be ready for anything. Remember the three key words for any slayer. Preparation, preparation, preparation. That's one word three times. and welcome to another episode of Boys Watching Buffy. We're just two boys watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer for the first time, giving our reviews, our reactions. We're your hosts. I'm Joe Welke. I am Vance Tucker. Oh, last name. Today we're talking about season three, episode 14, titled Bad Girls. The director is Michael Lang. The writer is Douglas Petrie. The original air date is February 9th, 1999 to an audience of 6.09 million people. And there is a lot of goings on in this episode. This episode was one of those ones where I was like, okay, yeah, this is, this is why people, again, this is why people like Buffy. This is, this has like a lot of the stuff I like in it where it started out and I'm like, I don't know. And then, yeah. cause it can get silly. But then it can really throw in some stuff. Yeah, I feel like this one kind of kicked off like, oh, this is the home stretch of the season. Yeah, absolutely. Which is really cool. Um, But before we get into the episode, we got some plugs. Of course, we just opened up our Patreon page. Just patreon.com slash boyswatchingbuffy. We'll have that link in the show notes. Uh, We've also got the Discord, which is linked in the show notes as well. Um, and I got some stand-up shows coming up. I got February, February, God damn. (laughs) August, August 24th at Flappers Comedy Club at 730. Uh, I've got Alex's Bar with Booty Burlesque on the 25th at, I think, nine. Not sure. And then Pack Theater, August 27th at 8 o'clock. That's a storytelling show, so I'll be doing some stuff different from my stand-up material. And then the next weekend is San Diego, September 2nd and 3rd with Comedy Heights. Um, And that's all I've got right now. You got anything to plug here, Vance? Uh, No. No, I don't. Join the Discord. Join the Discord. There's going to be some lively conversation about this episode. And there were some... lively conversation about last episode in there oh yes there was i'm i'm anticipating a lot of liveliness from this one this is all right oh i did want to say our predictions were offish 
Yeah. Uh, last week we predicted that it would be like a girls' night, like you predict like a sleepover. I figured all the girls would get together and go on an adventure, kind of like how Xander did. Yeah, I kind of I feel like I also didn't I predict that there'd be like a young hot watcher, and then there like, we were hoping for a young hot watcher. Okay. We got a yeah, depending I mean, on younger, yeah, hotter. depending on depending on your 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 vibe, what's your yeah. your preference? You know, he's a decently like, looking, good looking yeah. guy. Um. All right. So let's start it off with the first scene, which is Faith and Buffy. They're fighting vampires in the graveyard, as most of these episodes start. But Faith is back in the fold. She is fully back into the gang. Uh, Buffy and her are teaming up, and they're fighting these vampires. And Faith keeps asking Buffy, like, are you serious? You never have? And Buffy's like, no. Faith's like, come on. You haven't done it once? Buffy's like, no. Faith's like, are you serious? You've all these nights and you've never done it. Buffy's like, absolutely not. And Faith's like, I just can't believe that you haven't fucked Xander. Because <laughs> I did it and I, I barely know the guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised she didn't just say she did it. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why Faith would keep it a secret. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, I don't know if she... If this was like her admitting to banging Xander like off screen, but she's very surprised that Buffy has. Well, she doesn't because later Buffy questions Xander about it and she's like, huh, eye twitching, you know, like, oh, right, right. right, She doesn't know yet. And I'm like, just tell her now. Because Buffy says in this scene, I love Xander, but I don't love, love him like that. I was like, that's free reign for you to be like, yeah, me and him slept together. Faith wouldn't even care. Yeah. Um, But. Yeah, it's, it's it's awkward with Faith and Buffy with the Xander thing, I guess. Faith is like, I don't know if I should admit this or if I'm just... Maybe she was looking for a bonding moment to be like, we're Eskimo sisters or whatever. That yeah. Term I mean, is. She knows she's in love with Angel. Like, <laughs> yeah. she's been like fighting people for Angel. Like, Yeah, she like was like, no, the world might end, yeah. but that's my boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I remember... I, I was talking to somebody and, you know, everybody knows the term like Eskimo brothers for the guys that have uh, had sex with the same lady. But I heard this one woman. Is that a is that it, term? I know that was like on the league when it became really popular. Um, I feel like it's that? in the zeitgeist. It's in the zeitgeist. So is it is it offensive? <laughs> oh, it's definitely <laughs> I mean, offensive. It's like, I feel bad. I don't know. It. I don't even know what I'm not even I can't even tell which part is the most offensive like i don't know well if you You dude i heard that the this one lady that i was talking to about that her version of it for women she said it was called milk sisters and that sounded so much grosser to me like that was so disgusting when she said that i was like ew is there a reason like i don't even know the reason for eskimo like because i know eskimo kisses quote unquote was like you rub your nose together or something yeah but i don't I don't I, I don't understand why it's called that. I've also heard Tunnel Brothers. Tunnel like, Brothers makes sense. Makes more so sense. A little crude. Like, yeah. It doesn't have the elegance. <laughs> yeah. But it does have like kind of a little rhyminess. Yeah. Like a little assonance. Uh, we're way off here. Uh, yeah. So Buffy is, is fighting uh, the vampires and one of them kind of... I thought this was pretty cool. Buffy's holding the stake and he had the vampire has this gigantic sword and he chops the stake like the spiky part off. Mm-hmm. 
And I was like, whoa, that's something I haven't seen before. Yeah. And takes control of Buffy and Buffy's like, Faith, help, Faith, help. And Faith runs over and she stakes the vampire and she's like, oh, good distraction there, Buffy's like, distraction? I was almost about to die. And Faith's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, because before that, <laughs> Buffy says, all right, on the count of three. And she goes, three. Or, or she goes, one. I forget which way, but she says the first number. And yeah. Faith just dives in, gets yeah. her ass kicked and gets flung over. Yeah. Um, and I think it's always crazy that the two of them will go out fighting and one will need saving but then sometimes buffy's just like all right i'm going into uh, going out by myself yeah it makes no sense um and it's weird to me that they don't always have their stakes in hand or like, they're, they're uh, like or that bag they, of weapons that you keep for emergencies just right? have a have a tool belt dude each of them should have a backpack full of just weaponry yeah um, but the one odd thing about all these vampires that they're fighting is they're dressed in like medieval garb. Mm -hmm. Like they have like, and I was watching that and I was like, how old is Sunnydale? You know, like all these like <laughs> oh. medieval, like crusader looking motherfuckers. Like that is I, a I, they, really good point. They mentioned that like these guys are from out of town, but then well, we'll get to it later. Yeah. Yeah. You're bringing up a really, really good point because California yeah. is like the youngest part of America. Yeah, and uh, I mean, historically, they wouldn't have ancient crypts. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Um, okay, but after uh, Faith kills this vampire that was uh, accosting Buffy, uh, we go over to uh, well, Buffy kind of looks back to see the swords that they were using to be like, huh, what's up with these swords? And they've gone missing already. Mm -hmm. And then we have a cut to the mayor's office. We're back with the mayor now. And Mr. Trick makes an appearance, my, my guy. Mm -hmm. um, and they're examining these weapons and they're looking at them and they're like, huh. But first fucking the, the mayor's reading the newspaper and he's like, I love family circus. Family circus is so great. Don't you love family circus, Mr. Trick? And Mr. Trick's like, I'm more of a Marmaduke guy. And the mayor's like, oh, Marmaduke, that's okay. But I mean, Family Circus is so much better. And now we get a we get a job and a name for this assistant mm -hmm. to the mayor. He's the head of security. His name is Alan. And Alan goes, I like reading Kathy. And Trick and the mayor look at him with such disdain. <laughs> Like, get the fuck out of here reading Kathy. Yeah. I, it's Which a great is, comedy beat. It's a great appropriate reaction to Yes. Yeah. Kathy it's... sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I've never read a bunch of Kathy. I just know of it. And yeah. Um, I've read a couple of them and they're just so sucky, dude. They're very specific. Um, it's, it, it's interesting. I was like, this is going on so long. I'm talking about comics in the newspaper. Yeah. And it was like, it okay, look. all right, yeah. we get a joke out of it, but yeah. Um, so then they're looking at the weapons, they're inspecting them, and they're like, oh, this is this is uh, bad news. These these vampires, they've got these weird weapons. They're, they're kind of medieval-looking. Uh, Mr. Trick, you better keep an eye out on these guys. We got to make sure that they don't interfere with the ascension, with my ascension. And Mr. Trick's all right, I got on it. And he wants 
to give the slayers and the vampires the same information so that they figure out something together and end up fighting each other, which was a nice little scheme to turn the two and escalate that conflict and keep the mayor out of the uh, consciousness. Yeah, we still we haven't known exactly what this is the first time we know exactly what the mayor's up to. This yeah. ascension thing and the fact that he's like, oh, I'm okay if the Slayers die and the vampire, this weird vampires die. Like, I don't, it's weird because I'm like not sure what side he's aligned to because we never knew like what his deal with the school is and with the, with the principal Snyder and yeah. like how he wants, I'm like, it, does he want to just get rid of Buffy and Faith? Like, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. It seems it like seems he doesn't like the, care. Like, well, it, also, it seems like they've dropped that storyline with the principal. Yeah. Yeah. Like we haven't had any kind of mention of that, and the principal hasn't been around in a bit. Uh, so we don't know what the alignment is there. But it seems like the mayor's in stuff for himself, him and exactly. Mr. Trick. So he's he's down to like double cross people and and fuck over uh other vampires and try and get them to kill the slayer, but I'm I'm still not sure what exactly is going we have a bit more of an yeah. idea of what he's trying to do but not really this is the best mayor episode for me and i really yes. like him and oh we should say this uh we learned on the discord that he was in the original performance of cats he's an actor from the original cats and <laughs> mr trick the actor playing mr trick is in the first episode of nathan fielder's show the rehearsal which is oh. one of the most unique shows i've ever watched in my life nathan fielder is amazing yeah. dude. the rehearsal is six episodes on hbo max and it is uh it is i it's hard to explain it is amazing though it's hilarious yeah i mean if you've seen nathan for you it's mm -hmm. it's a little bit in the same type of humor but completely different yeah but uh anyway Back to this. So their plan is like, I don't really care if the Slayers and these other vampires kill each other. Just make sure that they don't uh, interrupt my ascension. And then so we are at school the next day. And Willow has gotten early acceptance into all of these Ivy League schools, Harvard, uh, Yale, all of these things. And they're, they're basically actively recruiting Willow. Mm -hmm. They're trying to schmooze her. Early and, acceptance. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Xander's like, well, great. Uh, I am not getting early acceptance. I got, you know, I'm, I'm getting looked at by, you know, hot dog stands and and uh, manual labor type of shit. There's nothing wrong with an apprenticeship, you know? There's yeah, absolutely. Wrong. Dude, no. at this point, it's probably safer to be doing that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, the crazy thing is I was just laughing at it. When Willow's like, oh, I got accepted to Harvard. And I was like, all the, and all these other schools. And I'm like, you're never going to any of those. We know yeah. how these 90s sitcom shows work. Exactly. <laughs> like, unless Buffy, it. Xander, Oz, and everybody else gets accepted to Harvard. You're going to Sunnydale <laughs> College and you know. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, uh, it's also crazy that they don't talk about like, like Oz mentions, hey, don't get held back. It's not as cool as uh you think it would be but there's no drama like he stayed back to stay with willow and this group right yeah but she's not thinking like oh yeah i don't know what you're gonna do oz like there's yeah. no like 
consideration of like what he's going to do next year if she actually goes to college. Yeah, I mean, unless he's getting into all, because Oz is secretly a genius or yes, whatever. But I think his line about um, getting held back and not graduating really hurt him a bit. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, so after everybody's talking about this, Cordelia comes over to mock everybody. And she's like, oh, I see that you're all talking about post high school plans. Xander must be tough trying to plan out how, how to be the biggest loser. And Xander's like, oh, the comedy stylings of Cordelia. Oh, this is nice. Uh, I'm surprised that you're even thinking about college because you have, it looks like you have a new line of hooker wear coming out. I was like, damn, dude. <laughs> and then Xander. I wonder why people don't like Xander. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I wrote like a whole defense of Xander on the Discord. And then he's like, you look like a fucking whore. <laughs> I'm like, oof. <laughs> <laughs> But then Cordelia comes back and she's like, no, it's I just have clothes because I have a father that has a job. And then she kind of like walks away and Xander's like, I got to come back, but I'm saving it for later. <laughs> Xander's family life is uh is slowly creeping in off screen, you know? Yeah, it sounds very sad and like uh, not not good, not conducive. <laughs> um, more things either. contributing to his it's, problematic yeah. behavior probably um, it's gonna be interesting when we see his parents because i feel yeah. like that's what we're building up to um i also wanted to mention oz's jet black hair yep he changes hair again he's a little ramona flowers these days <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was like what is going on werewolf vibes Full. it's like jet black yeah. and gelled to <laughs> hundreds of degrees like it is just spiky and wet looking yeah yeah so gross he looks like he's got like the venom symbiote on his head it <laughs> seems like a hairstyle you would have where it's going to be like this is going to be an oz episode you know <laughs> yeah. no such luck because this is all we see yep. of oz <laughs> um but uh you know buffy starts talking about like oh yeah i don't know what my post high school life is going to be but i hear it's it's got to be better than this it's going to be good and but I got to study for that chemistry test. And Willow's like, I'll help you study, Buffy. And she's like, oh, that's so sweet of you. Um, and then Buffy's like, well, I got to go meet up with Giles because uh, he he needs to talk to me about something. And Willow's like, oh, yeah, I saw Giles earlier. He did not look very pleased at all. And Buffy's like, great. And then we go over to see Giles, a very, very tight close-up of Giles' face mm -hmm. looking just the most annoyed. And that is because he's being lectured about the new way things are done by the new watcher, whose name is Wesley. I don't know his last name. I forgot his it's, last name already. It's Wesley Wyndham Price. Very British. It's, it's like a, uh, a sweepstakes. Um, yeah. And he's watcher-splaining to Giles. Yeah, yeah, as if Giles hasn't been in the field for years and years and years. These watchers, man. I know, dude. They make no fucking sense, sense at all. None. <laughs> they, I don't understand how they've been doing this for centuries, apparently. They're the most ineffective group of people that are supposed to be authority figures. Like, they're, every watcher we've seen, even Giles to a certain extent, mm -hmm. just has no idea what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. But Giles is the most on top of things because he's in the field now. Yeah. 
But this guy's explaining. He's like, oh, this is cute. You got all these books. Well, we got this new system of doing things and we've got new training methods and it's more field work. And Giles is like rolling his eyes like, Ugh. Yeah. And then he's he says to Giles like, and I've even come across a vampire in my time. Uh, actually, I've come across two in controlled environments, of course. <laughs> yeah. And Giles just looks at him like, you're going to die. <laughs> he's like... Uh, that's not a lot of controlled environment here. Yeah, you're standing. So you're standing on the Hellmouth right now. Yeah, that's <laughs> <Yes>, exactly <laughs> this plane that we don't know how yeah. to completely shut it. Yeah, and every other week someone's trying to open it back up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, thanks for saving the world, Giles. Here's your replacement. Yeah, um, and he, uh, he, he, Buffy shows up. And she's like, hey, Giles, who's this guy? And then he's, Wesley comes over. He's like, hello, you must be Buffy. She looks at Giles and she's like, oh, this is the new watcher, huh? And then she and Giles is like, yeah. And Buffy goes, is he evil? And then Wesley's like, no, I uh, sadly heard about your running with Miss Gwendolyn Post. Uh, she was evil. That was a very unfortunate accident. But I can assure you I am not evil. Giles has thoroughly gone through my uh, record, and I can tell you that I am not evil. And then Buffy looks at Giles again, and she's like, you sure this guy's not evil? <laughs> yeah, I forget he says something, but it's like a great, like, payoff. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's kind of like, not outwardly or something. He yeah. says something like that. Um, it's interesting because in this scene, the new Watcher isn't, doesn't seem like he's bad, you know? Like, it's kind of yeah. like when Kendra showed up and Buffy was like, oh, God, I hate Kendra. And Kendra mm -hmm. was just like doing the job, being a slayer, loved slaying, and just Buffy couldn't handle it. This yeah. is like Giles's version of that. Uh, yeah. It changes later in the episode, but right here to like, eh, this guy's just. No, he seems like uh, pretty decently charming and like, hey, I'm on your side. I'm the, your new watcher. Yeah. He's so much similar to when Buffy first ran into Giles the first yes. time that they even like do something at the end of the scene to like to show that. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, Wesley even does look like a younger Giles. They have similar glasses. They have yeah. similar. Yeah. At the end of the of... scene, they, they do like we'll get to it. But like at the end yeah. of the scene, they. Buffy leaves and then he, he takes out in the background we see Giles take out his like a uh, handkerchief and like yeah. about to clean his glasses and in the foreground Wesley's on the same thing yeah um but Mr. Wesley is like so tell me about your patrol last night and Buffy looks at Giles and Giles is like go ahead Buffy's like well I ran into vampires and I killed them and Wesley's like anything else just standard fair vampires and she's like well they did have these swords and wesley's like swords huh where they was one short and one long and bob's like ow no i'm a little spiky yeah i'm a little pointy I, I, I. <laughs> like, like yeah. buffy you're usually on point with like the details like, yeah but whatever and she should have mentioned like you know it's creepy that they were missing by the yeah time i was curious was i was like is she not even gonna bring this up because is she gonna like tank this whole investigation just because this new guy's here like this yeah. is weird stuff so new guy wesley is like oh swords huh let me go look at this sounds familiar and he's thumbing through a book <laughs> and he goes book exactly on the top to a of the box yeah it just happens to be the one book <laughs> and giles is like that sounds familiar 
And Wesley's like, well, it should, because they are the swords of the Illuminati. And uh, they are they worship this demon named Balthazar, which I think is the name of one of the three wise men that visited Jesus. I'm pretty certain that it is. Hey, I got Bible school last time I talked about this, <laughs> so I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not even going to argue. I'm pretty sure it is, because uh, I, I'm. Hold on. I feel like that's a restaurant too. There's a bunch of. <laughs> it is a restaurant in New yeah. York, actually. Yeah. Um. But yes, he is one of the three kings, along with Caspar, and oh, who's the fucking third one? Melchior. That's who it is. So yeah, he is named after one of the three kings of Orient R. Joe's uh, Bible Minute. Yes. But now he's a demon. Now there's a Balthazar that's a demon. Um, and the the cult of vampires with the medieval garb are all worshippers of Balthazar. And they're looking for an amulet. And if they get the amulet, Balthazar is going to gain all this power and wreak havoc on the town. So Buffy. But Wesley thinks need- Balthazar is dead. Yes, he does. He died a long time ago. Um, but Buffy needs to retrieve this amulet. So Buffy, go to the uh, some kind of graveyard. Uh, what re, uh, the Gleaves. Some guy named yeah, Gleaves. The Gleaves grave. The Gleaves tomb. That's where the amulet is. And you must go and go retrieve it. And Buffy looks at him like, uh, who the fuck are you, dude? And then he looks at her. He's like, what? You're not accustomed to receiving orders? And Buffy's like, well, when Giles does it, he at least says, please. And then when I do it, he gives me a cookie. <laughs> and the way she says cookie and does a little, like, shoulder, a little <laughs> shoulder move. It's, like, really perfect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then Faith shows up. And she walks in the library. And she sees Wesley. And she goes, new watcher? And Buffy and Giles are like, yeah. And then Faith looks at him. And he goes, oh, you must be Faith. And she goes, Screw this. And then just leaves. <laughs> Which I was like, awesome. Uh, and then this is where uh, Giles and Wesley, after Buffy leaves to go chase after Faith, Giles and Wesley do that uh, cleaning of the glasses thing yeah. to show how similar they actually are. And Wesley's like, you know, it'll take some time, but they'll grow to like me. Mm-hmm. And Giles is like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Buffy goes and she finally catches up to Faith. And Faith tells Buffy to do what Vance has been championing for several, several episodes. Yeah. Faith goes up to Buffy and Buffy's like, well, yeah, that's the new watcher. He's a little bit of a stiff, but you know, he's the watcher. And Faith's like, why are we even fucking with these watchers, dude? What do we need them for anyway? They don't do anything. They just know like some nerd shit. We can figure that shit out Uh, or we can come to them whenever. Like, I'm not going to take orders from some guy. And Buffy's like, but, but that's, what we should do (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and faith then then goes on some kind of rant about how buffy loves being a slayer Mm -hmm. and buffy does a whole no i don't type of thing yeah and faith's like shut up dude you know you love it you know you wouldn't be anything without it and you can't tell me that while you're slaying you don't fucking get a little rush doing it you know you you like doing it and buffy's like well i mean yeah sometimes i do I'm really happy she admitted that she did like it because I was like, don't, don't, we've watched you when you lost your powers and you were like, I don't know who I am. Or like another Slayer shows up and you're like, I'm the Slayer. Like, I don't need her to be like, I really just slay 
just to protect people and i really hate doing it i'm like no let's not go down that road no um, she loves the the admiration and glory of it yeah i 100 i stand by my it's crazy that they listen to the watchers as blindly as they do it just yeah. sucks that the person that stated it was faith yeah so especially after my, this so it hurts episode. my argument of it <laughs> um and and faith is one of those people that like when someone likes something and they just won't shut up about it like, yeah i'm like okay buffy's been a slayer for years now like she's like okay i get it she's like don't doesn't it give you a rush it's like yeah we can talk about something else like yeah like faith is one of those people that will start talking and you're with them 85% of the way. And then that extra 15%, you're like, well, you're a little fucking crazy though. Yeah. Like you were making good points up until this point. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. It's that turn at the end where you're like, oh, 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 we're not exactly just talking about just this thing. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so then Buffy goes to the Gleaves tomb and she's looking for the amulet. She pops open one of these like ancient, ancient looking graves that are above ground. And it's so like, this is the point that I was yeah. trying to make earlier. Like how old is this place? Either it's like such an old city that it's medieval. Like there were European conquerors and shit back in, in California in like the 1400s or whatever conquistadors i guess it could be conquistadors or they transported like old european medieval bodies to sunnydale for some reason yeah we're like oh hellmouth's over here because we have a hellmouth map and then they just started like shipping stuff and they're like oh when this person i think it's a person that died too like it's just a regular yeah. person and they buried him and then threw there's so many amulets and jewels and stuff yeah. and, and i get it the show needs that because it has to, they got to crank out a million episodes a season. Um, it is just because it would be more missions in California, like uh, yeah, like it would yeah, be yeah. more like that kind of stuff. But that's not ancient vampire European history. So, yeah. um, my bigger thing here is very nitpicky. But why not go to this thing during the day? Yeah, dude. Because vampires can't be there. You don't have to worry about it. Just walk in, grab it, walk out. I don't know. I guess because it is, uh, I mean, this aired February. So I, if it's going along with the same timeline of when it's being released, it would get dark out pretty early. So, and they, we all know that they, all the students stay at school until five anyway. <laughs> yeah. So that's the only excuse that I'll give for that. But that makes so much more sense. Yeah, we've seen them go into a tomb during the day, too. So, yeah, I'm like, just go in there during the day. It was so easy to find it. Yeah, absolutely. She opens one grave and she's like, nope, not there. She opens another grave and she's like, oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> and just as she's about to grab it, she uh, hears some some uh, ruckus yeah. behind her. There's a group of vampires coming and they all have torches and stuff and they're all talking very loudly. And Buffy's like, oh, fuck. She hops back into the first grave and covers it back up to hide. Super late. Yeah. I was like, are you not going to close it? The edit was weird. Where it's like she hops in, they walk into the room, and then she closes it. And that thing makes such noise. Yeah, dude. It's <laughs> was, so loud. It's cement blocks going up against slide. each other. Yeah. I was like, you got to slide that quick. At first, I was like, is she not going to close it? Is she just going to yeah. assume they're going to look in the second I one? I thought that she didn't close it. And the only yeah. time, reason I know that she did is because 
after they grab yeah. the amulet and leave, she opens it back up. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh, I guess she closed it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they grab the amulet and leave. And they're all like, hell yeah, we got the amulet. And Buffy comes out and Faith grabs her from behind. Again, this is a recurring thing, too. If you're a friendly fire person, why would you sneak up on Buffy like that? Does she grab her from behind? I don't she think grabs so. her from behind. Because she's in the thing. Yeah, I don't know how she got in the thing either. Was well, she there before Buffy? or? Well, I think she walks in and then Buffy slides a thing and hops out. And then Faith is like, wait, were you hiding? And Buffy's like, no, I wasn't hiding. I was coming to do the job. And then I heard these people and then I hid. Yeah, <laughs> I like, she's like, I hid because it was six on one. Yeah, and like, then Faith is like, well, now it's six on two. And Buffy's like, that's not good odds. <laughs> the timing is weird, too, because it seems like they just walked out and Faith just walked in. And they're like yeah. in sight line. So I don't know two things. I don't know why Faith knew this to come here because she never heard the information. And yes. how the vampires didn't see how they didn't see each other. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Is like Faith had to had to have been in there waiting for them or something. Cause I don't know how she could have got in without the vampires seeing her. Or even knew that Buffy was in there. Yeah. Yeah. But whatever, Faith is here. Yeah, so she's like, let's go fight him. And she just goes running headfirst outside. And Buffy's like, wait, 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 hold up. We got to have a plan. And Faith's like, the plan is to kill him. Let's go. And so they go to run after the the vampires who are just hilariously <laughs> jumping into a manhole, just like yeah. pencil diving. Into yeah. <laughs> and Faith's like, all right, there they are. Let's go do them. I don't even think... California has sewers like that. I feel like we do. It's not a lot of drainage. Not a big drain. Like, I know, like, desert towns don't have, like, you know, like, in New York, you always see the sewer drains or the, like, yeah. the sidewalk things. We mm -hmm. don't have as much of those, you know, where those leaves pile up on that grate in the sewer. I don't yeah. think California has a bunch of that, but whatever. Um, Maybe Sunnydale does. Maybe the, it's on a different plane. The, the thing I uh, thought was really interesting was Buffy is telling Faith, oh, no, you can't just jump down into a hole that you don't know what's going on. And I'm like, Buffy, I've seen you do that. You did that in the in the episode the, with the those... Christmas tree episode. Yeah. I was. Yeah. I was like, why did she just jump into a hole in the ground with no weapons? Well, I guess she had yeah. an axe. No, she didn't have a weapon then. No. Well, uh, she, or she got the, the axe. axe. Yeah, she got the axe because she was hammering the hole. But yeah. she jumped in with no knowing what was down there and everyone was like this is the most evil ancient demon ever and she just jumped in a hole by herself yeah dude buffy jumps into holes all the time by herself yeah. but when faith wants to do it well you're being a little hot-headed <laughs> yeah. we gotta have a plan of attack here maybe maybe buffy does have a plan of attack that she's just not outwardly saying i've loud. never seen buffy like strategize a plan <laughs> is grab a bag charge head first a lot of times not even grab a bag yeah. That's her plan. Her plan is to grab a bag if yeah. she has a plan. Uh, so Faith just goes and jumps in and Faith's like, "If I, well, I'm going to jump in, dude. And if you don't come in without me, I could probably get killed. So if I die, that's, that's blood on your hands. So wee! Faith <laughs> pencil dives in. Buffy's like, God damn it. She, Buffy pencil dives in. So then we go back to Giles and Wesley. And Wesley is reading Giles's initial journals about his time in Sunnydale. I think he calls it a diary. Yeah. 
Uh, well, it's like the Watcher's Diary or yeah. Watcher's Journal. Or I'm whatever. happy that this was brought up because I was like, he has to be keeping this. And how have they just started reading these? He should have right. been sending these in after every like every three months. So Giles's initial journal entries are just uh, roastings of Buffy, <laughs> <laughs> which makes sense. Like, it does make sense, and he could still be roasting Buffy because yeah. she totally deserves it. Remember, he didn't give it a handbook. Yeah, yeah, dude. There's a there's a, a Slayer handbook, and he refused to give it to Buffy because he was like, within seconds of knowing you, I knew that you weren't going to read it. <laughs> and this journal entry is more of that. He's just like, she is an affront to the English language. She doesn't know the difference between her head and her ass, and like all kinds of shit like that. So it, it was a later point in the episode that I like wrote down this note, but it, it stands here too. The Watchers have been in charge of Slayers for however many centuries or years, right? Yeah. But they act like they have never met a teenage girl before. Yes, dude. That's exactly what I was thinking when he was trashing her. I was like, I mean, this would be true if it were any teenage girl. And it's not like, oh, Buffy's just way, but the other Slayer. Like, I guess Kendra is... A yeah, different breed, but, but, but Kendra was like, groomed. like donated to a Watcher cult to be <laughs> yeah. uh, raised as a killer, which is a whole different thing. It's crazy, like that that camp or whatever exists, and Kendra wasn't chosen to be the Slayer before. What well, like is Buffy? Got are you chosen. are you chosen or by them, or is it a power that comes to you? Because well, they don't give like you, they don't give you the power to jump up and heal yourself. Like, yeah. I don't know where the power comes from. I don't know if it's... I don't, yeah, I don't know where the superpower, super strength and shit yeah. comes from at all. But, like, Kendra was raised to be a, a murderer, basically. Well, and, and Faith had a Watcher before she became... Faith probably had a Watcher before she became a Slayer. Yeah, but w when we see Buffy get the calling to be a Slayer, she's just some, like, high school bimbo that... A, a guy comes over to her and he points at her. And he's like, you come with me. <laughs> like <laughs> Buffy doesn't even know that she's the Slayer yet. Maybe yeah. did she get the powers and she didn't realize it or what? I, I don't know. It's really strange that we're like th three and a half, two and a half seasons in. Yeah. And we still don't really understand what a Slayer is or how it happens. And there's been three of them. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll get it. <laughs> Maybe we'll get it later. But yeah, it's just, I, it drives me crazy that the Watchers are shocked that a teenage girl, which all the Slayers are, the Slayers are never not teenage girls. Yeah. That they have no idea how to, how to deal with them. Yeah. And they come at them with like, oh, I'm ultra British. <laughs> yeah. Like, they don't even try to do the cool, like, hey, I'm the cool Watcher. Like, that's, what, <laughs> that's what I thought we were going to get. I thought we were going to get I like rap. Like, you like Britney Spears? Let's go to Britney Spears, guys. <laughs> you know, <laughs> try to relate. <laughs> yes, Queen. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh oh, yeah. Giles is the cool hip one. Of yeah, all because of he was in a band. <laughs> he's, he's the like loose uh, watcher. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, Wesley's reading it and he's like, oh, I can see that you really liked Buffy when you first came here. And Josh's like, you got to get to know her. <laughs> Trust me. Um, so then we go back to Buffy and Faith fighting vampires in the sewers. 
and they're fighting them so much. They're doing all this karate. They're staking there none of them. There is so much fighting in this episode. This episode, it's a lot of fighting. It's a lot of like, there is a, a Lego show called Ninjago, and they were the... Uh, mastered the martial art of spinjitsu and it was just a bunch of spinning kicks and that's exactly all that this is this episode is so much spinning kicks i wrote that down that is it the end or is it here or is it the is it it's here? the it's, end it's the end where it's just like so many spin kicks it's dude there's kick, kick, well kick. i mean even I here, think here too. yeah here's a lot of kicks too there's a lot of spin kicks but like they'll spin kick and then the person receiving the spin kick will do like a McTwist. And <laughs> it's like, holy shit, dude. I love those stunt people that like have to take the kick and then do that like little flip in the air and fall. And then the yeah. dust kicks up and like, they do that little bounce of like, Ugh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but they're just fighting. They're staking nobody. And then eventually the, Buffy does take out a stake and she stakes one guy. Well, she – well – this episode has a lot of vampires grabbing people from behind and not biting their neck. Um, yeah. But uh, they're fighting. Um, Faith gets grabbed. And then Buffy throws a stake across the room. And mm-hmm. it stabs the one in the back that's in front of her. And then we get a close-up of Faith like smiling like, you saved me like I saved you earlier. And it's like yeah. this long look. And it's so cheesy. It is. And then somebody grabs Buffy from behind and just sticks her face into a pool, yeah. you know, like a little jacuzzi that they have in the sewers. <laughs> and, and she's she's drowning, dude. He, and he drowns her. Yeah. Just like straight up. He's got a giant sword and he chooses to drown her. Well, he her had instead. the sword and then she um Oh, she knocks she, it out of his hand. She knocks it out of his hand, then he had the Because the one. sword is in the jacuzzi with her. Yeah. And so then Buffy fakes her death. I guess. The vampire guy lets go of her. Buffy grabs the sword that's in the pool with her, uh, turns around and starts uh, fighting him again. And then everybody just kind of bails and she steals the amulet from him with the sword. I wrote wrote sword play. My whole notes on this scene is vampire fight, long look, drowning, sword play. Mm Mm-hmm. Because she stabs the, like, the amulet's, like, hanging off of his, like, belt. And yeah. she, like, stabs it with her sword and, like, slings it back to herself. <laughs> like, yeah. And she's looking like, I'm a fucking badass. Yeah. They don't practice the, with swords enough. No, but the, also all the vampires leave. They get out. They get away. Yeah, she kills one and then they're losing and they all run away. She takes the amulet and then they, they bail. Yeah. Um. I would never have bailed knowing what I know of the vampires. I would have died in that. I would have died fighting the Slayers than go back without the amulet. Absolutely. Um, so she gets the amulet and then she takes it back to the library. And Wesley she is. Fake drown? She fake drowned. Because for some reason. That's I what I'm saying. She, she had to be. She was like playing possum. But she, comes but she also she's mentions. Like, I, I hate when they drown, drown, drown me or whatever. Yeah. So um, I hate when I get drowned. I'm like, wait a minute. And you I'm like. Did another Slayer just Yeah, I was like, where's the next Slayer? <laughs> I was waiting for the next Slayer to pop up at the end of the episode. Um, yeah. that's. I think it was a, that she was just like playing possum. I always thought that would, that would, that's the move you should do. If someone's like strangling you with, like if they're strangling you or if you got the bag over your head or trying to drown you, you put up that fight and then you just fake and stop yeah. moving. Yeah. I mean, 
I know that like uh, for for like if you're in the UFC and somebody's like choking you out from behind, it only takes oh, like yeah. a couple seconds to knock you out. Yeah. But I feel like drowning is different. Maybe the well, bag that's a thing full, is similar. That's a full oxygen thing. Um, yeah, that one's just cutting off the like the the nerve and the the whatever that thing is that yeah. sends the blood to your brain, so you just instantly shut down. But you're still breathing. You're unconscious, but you're still breathing in that sense. Yeah. Um. So Buffy takes the amulet back, and Wesley's inspecting it, and. Giles is like really concerned about oh shit like this is is bad news and Wesley is not concerned at all he's just like you know what we got this taken care of uh let's just prepare the 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 Slayer's most important words the three most important words in the Slayer's dictionary Buffy is prepare 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 and Buffy's like that's one word that you just said three times and Wesley looks like fuck it off (laughs) <laughs> I was like, good one, Buffy. Like, that's her best comeback right here. Yeah. And so Buffy leaves to go, quote unquote, prepare. And Wesley. Well, she's going tell- to take her test. Yeah, she's going to go take her chemistry test. And yeah. she's like, Giles, I need to talk to you. And Wesley's like, hey, hey, you're not supposed to talk to Giles about Slayer stuff. All right. You're supposed to talk to me. I'm the new watcher. And Buffy just kind of looks at him like, okay, buddy. And then she looks back at Giles and goes, Giles, will talk later. And Giles is like, okay. And then she leaves and Wesley's like, hey, Giles, um, you're really not making this easy for me. And Giles is like, oh, really? Oh, no. What a pity. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you're not helping. He's like, I know. And I'm torn up about it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I love, I love Giles throwing some shade. Yeah, sassy Giles is yeah. great. It's, I do also love that Wesley's line of like, the only thing you should be talking to Mr. Giles about is late book fees. Yeah. Overdue <laughs> book fees. And it's like, oh yeah, Giles, you are at work. You are a librarian. And there's a random British guy just roaming around a high school library. Right? <laughs> like he's just posted up there all day. This is the thing too of like random people just being in. Because I remember Faith... Earlier in the episode, she just walks into yeah. the library. Yeah. And she's wearing just like a mesh see-through shirt. And you can just see her bra. <laughs> and I was like, this is scandalous for high school, I feel like. They're, they have to have some kind of dress code, you know? Yeah, you can get away with that. Well, she does have a jean jacket on over it. So. You can get away with it. I don't know. I, you know I, you know me. I went to Catholic school. You went to an all-boys Catholic school. So you guys were, yeah. you only did that on the weekends. Only dressed like that on the weekends. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Follow Joe's Instagram. <laughs> At Joe Welke, baby. Um, so Buffy is talking to Willow and Xander in chemistry class about this. She's about to take her, cl- her uh, test. And she's talking to Willow and Xander. She's like, dude, something happened to me. Something overcame me. Where I just stopped giving a fuck last night. I just felt badass. I was wearing leather. I was I stole an amulet from a guy with a sword. Like it was cool. And Willow's like, cool, Buffy. And Xander's like, cool. And then the teacher walks around giving out the test and she's like, All right, here's the test. Uh, once I give you this test, you're not allowed to talk, and you have an hour to take the test. 
And as soon as she gives Buffy the test, Buffy turns around. She starts talking to Willow and Xander again. Like, it was no, no, you guys don't get it. It was so fucking cool. And Willow's like, okay, Buffy, but uh, we got to take this test. And Buffy turns around and he turns back to Xander. And she's like, Xander, I mean, you you should have seen Faith out there. Faith was doing. And every time Buffy says Faith, Xander has a little twitch. And she goes, why do you? Why are you twitching every time I say Faith's name? That that happens when, when you lose your virginity to a girl. You can't hear her name without your face having spasms. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it, it made no sense. Because <laughs> like, I was like, he would be stoked about it. Like, it made it seem like he was afraid of Faith. Like, Faith beat the shit out of him or something. It was like he was dating Willow and Buffy and he couldn't let them know. Like, yeah, he's not like it doesn't matter. So Buffy's like, why is this happening? And Xander's like, shut up. It's not happening. I'm not gay. You're gay. Or whatever. <laughs> whatever that bullshit. would be a Xander line. Yeah. Um, so Buffy. So Xander's like, all right, dude, I get it. You went slaying. It was cool. But I got to take this test, man. Like, I actually have to, you know, unlike you, I actually care about school. And I was like, since when? No, he said, I'm focused on my multiple choicing here. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I was like. That's great. He just, you know, he's just filling out randomly. <laughs> he would absolutely just cheat off Willow. Absolutely. If you're sitting next to Willow, you'd absolutely cheat off And the teacher's not Willow. paying attention at all. No, because she's like, nobody talk. Buffy's loudly talking about like, I was killing vampires last night and it was cool. And Buffy's reacting. I, I get it for the episode, but she's reacting as if this is the first time she's ever done the thing that she does all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so after Xander's like, dude, all right, I got to take my test, though. Like, you can talk about this later. And Buffy's like, all right, nerd. She turns back around and... This is where reality breaks for me. Faith comes up to the window outside of the school and starts banging on it. And then she opens the window from the outside and she's like, hey, what's up, girlfriend? You want to go out and do some slaying? And Buffy looks around and she's like, you know what? Yeah. And at this point, I was like, is Buffy imagining this? Like, did that sword <laughs> cast some kind of spell on her? It's and bad Buffy, girls, baby. It's bad girls. And then Buffy gets up and just exits out the window and hangs, starts hanging out with Faith. And Willow's watching this happen. She's like, you can't fucking do that. You can't just do that. <laughs> it's like, where's the teacher? How come none of the other students are reacting? Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> I loved it. And she also like bl like blows her breath on the window and then like does like a little heart with an arrow yeah. through it. And I was like, is that for Xander? Is that for Buffy? Like, what was that for? Yeah. It was so weird, man. And there was uh. a line earlier where Willow's like, oh, and you never came over to study for this test last night. I'm like, yeah. I'm sorry. She was fighting vampires for demon. I've always said this about her school. It's like, you're mad she didn't come over to study for a test when she was fighting a horde of vampires? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so Buffy climbs through the window and starts walking away with Faith. <laughs> Honestly, it's crazy that no one in the, in the classroom reacted. I don't know if the teachers left the room and this is just some open book. I don't, 
I don't know. But no yeah. other student is like, who is this girl knocking on the window? Dude, I would have fucking like poked my head out and be like, uh, Miss Baldinger or whatever fucking yeah. chemistry. What? What, what just like, happened? I don't even know who Buffy is, actually. Oh, you mean the girl who like left during the middle of a test? Oh, that's true. Buffy's an unknown at yeah. the school. So Faith and Buffy are walking by and, and Faith's like, hey, man, you want to go out? You want to go do some slaying? And Buffy's like, um, I don't know what the fuck you think happened to vampires and if there's any kind of change, but it is daylight, dude. They're not going to be out. And Faith's like, oh, don't worry about that. I found a vampire nest. And I'm like, this is cool. And I like that she called it a nest. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we have the scene of all these vampires looking like heroin addicts or mm-hmm. something, just passed out on the on these cots on the floor. And then Buffy and Faith bust into this den, action hero style. They kick down this, it's like Stone Cold Steve Austin with the glass breaking. Like they kick through this glass door and daylight comes and starts burning up one guy's arm and everybody wakes up. They're like, oh, fuck, the Slayers are here. And they run in, they start kicking everybody's ass and wreaking havoc. Well, they havoc. just kind of stand there and like hold up their stakes. I don't actually think yeah. they, we see them kill well it's more I of a just assume track. yeah i'm just saying for the person who hasn't seen yeah. this episode in you know 10 years <laughs> yeah <laughs> whatever um yeah but it's a really cool like hero shot they both whoop out their stakes and you know they're just gonna kill these low level vampires yeah which grunt which i think is what faith should be doing all day and then buffy can patrol a little at night or vice yeah. versa you know yeah. take a night off because buffy you are in school you do have to get up early True. Um, but yeah, kill vampires on a day. They're less dormant. Yeah. Try to get rid of them. So after the uh, presumed ass-kicking of vampires that happened off-screen, we have Buffy and Faith at the bronze now, and they're just dancing it up, and they get surrounded by all these fucking skeezer guys, mm-hmm. and they all start like grinding up on Buffy and Faith, and one guy starts to like, take off his shirt, like he has a button down. He's like got it over his shoulders. He's got a wife beater on underneath of it. Uh, we call those tank tops now. Uh, what that guy was wearing was a beater. <laughs> um, yeah, that that guy was he was doing it. He was getting all of all of his performance worth. Yeah. It. So they went day slaying and then bronze dancing. That's what I they mean, did. That guy's acting was all pelvis. Yes, he was. <laughs> He was he was leaned back, yeah. dude. He was leaned back and just pelvis forward. Yeah, <laughs> it's unreal. Um, and then so Angel shows up, mm-hmm. and Angel sees this horde of men surrounding Buffy and Faith, and he looks and he's like, ah, 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 what? He like winces and turns away. Yeah, I mean, geez, Angel, come on, man, you're still yeah. a vampire. Like, yeah, dude. <laughs> And then Buffy sees Angel mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, hey, what's up, Angel? She walks over to him, jumps up, uh, wraps her legs around him. Mm-hmm. And uh, Buffy's like, hey, how come you didn't come say hi? And he's like, uh, look like you were a little busy with your friends. And she was like, oh, they're just boys. I like you. Mm-hmm. And Angel is like, OK. Um, and he like picks Buffy, Buffy up and he puts her back down on the ground. He's like, all right, we need to talk about this dude Balthazar. Mm-hmm. Buffy's like, 
yeah, I'm not worried about him. He's dead. He's long dead. And Angel's like, he's not as dead as you think. Mm-hmm. And Buffy's like, well, don't worry. I got the amulet. And Angel's like, you got the amulet? She's like, yeah, I got it last night from the dude with I took his sword and I stole the amulet from him. And Angel's like, where's the amulet now? And then Wesley shows up. And Wesley's like, what the hell are you doing here? What's going on? Who's this guy? And Buffy's like, don't worry about it. He's, some, he's a friend. And he's like, well, guess what? I've got the amulet and I've stored it in a place that's safe. And he like pats his chest. No, he doesn't pat his chest. She just reaches in and takes it. And he's like, how'd you know? And because it, because when they it do was start, bulging. No, no. When they do start talking about the amulet, he does like rub his chest a little mm-hmm. bit. But she said she took it because she could see the bulge, exactly. the bulge in his jacket. So Buffy takes the amulet from Wesley's breast pocket and gives it to Angel. And Wes is like, hey, whoa, 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 what the, what the hell's going Who is this guy? You can't just do that. Yeah. And Angel and Buffy now are just ignoring Wesley. <laughs> they, like, kiss in front of him and then, like, leave. And he's just like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah. and, and this is what I wrote down. Have they never met teenage girls? Yeah. Like, I'm like, <laughs> like, Wesley's, like, walking into a club. She's, he's with this guy. And he's like, what is, why would, who? What? <laughs> Uh, when it's a really great scene because you got to watch her coming in so late in the game he doesn't even know that she's a vampire yet yeah Um, and one thing i notice is that buffy has a huge gash on her arm yeah dude i noticed that too nobody asked a question about it she's dancing on the dance floor with an open bloody wound and these guys are just all around her i was like what dude and it it doesn't it's not brought up after this. It's not brought up before this. She just has this it's, gigantic gash that's as big as Faith's fake tattoo. Yeah, exactly. It's unreal. So then Buffy leaves Wesley and uh, Angel takes the amulet and he goes off and wherever he's going to put it. And she goes up to Faith and she's like, Faith, we got to go. We got trouble. And she grabs Faith from this whirlwind of men that are surrounding her and faith as she's leaving she points to all of them and she goes call me (laughs) (laughs) oh man and then we get the reveal of balthazar and oh my god this is where episode takes off yes yeah balthazar is this gigantic blob man Jabba the Hutt or the bad guy in Dune, I would describe him as. He has the same prosthetics as Fat Bastard from Austin Powers. (laughs) I'm trying to think. It's something else he reminds me of, too. But yeah, and he's in a in like a a pool and is being having water ladled over top of him. him (laughs) (laughs) And it is it is just great. It it was one of those moments where you see this and you're like, all right, this. Yeah. Right. I'm in. Right, you got me. <laughs> I was like, because at first I'm like, all right, they're Buffy and she's going to be like a bad girl and she's doing this. And it's like, okay. Yeah. This is, this is, smart. I did like, like, it's weird enough that he's just in this kind of personal hot tub situation. Yeah. But the fact that he has someone ladling the water onto him yes. is so much more sinister and weird. Yeah. <laughs> and he's bald and he's just this gigantic blob, dude. Yeah. And, He's in a warehouse and he uh, 
he's pissed off because he doesn't have the amulet yet and he has one of his minions he he uses this like weird force, force power, power yeah where he can like drag somebody closer to him and he drags one of his minions close to him and i forget why oh because they didn't get the amulet okay yeah <laughs> i was like you get the amulet or you don't go back home that's well, I didn't know if like did that guy like mouth off to him or something? He said something like, "Oh, we didn't do the thing that we were gonna do." He didn't yeah, mouth I off really, like, but he just said this. I feel like he's like, "We ran into the Slayers." Yeah, we ran into and the Slayers, they, and we couldn't get the amulet or something like that. Yeah. Um. So and then, then I guess he gets his neck broken or something. Yeah, Balthazar like force powers him over to him, and then he just like snaps his neck. And um, they love neck snapping in this did, show. Did the master have force powers or hypnotote? Like he had some powers or something early. He did something to Buffy when they were fighting. Yeah, I'm not, I don't I quite remember. Sure. That was yeah. so long ago. That was almost like, a year ago, dude. We we're deep into the show. Yeah, and yeah. podcast. But uh, so yeah, he's he's pissed at the amulet. He doesn't have it yet. And he's like, oh, get the amulet. I don't care what you need to do. Kill everybody. And uh, Buffy and Faith show up and they see Balthazar through a window. And they're well, like, oh, I guess. I, this isn't where he says kill everyone. He says no. that in a later yeah, scene. This, right. one, this one, he calls over another guy and threatens him and then says, "I this is what I want you to do. I have, I have a job I want you to do. Yeah, he has a new head minion. It's been the main menu. It's the one that drowned Buffy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Buffy and Faith are outside, and they're looking through the window like, oof, I guess that's Balthazar. He looks gross, man. Uh, and then Buffy's like, all right, well, we need to figure out a plan of attack. And Faith is like, I got a plan. Attack. And Buffy's like, we don't have any weapons, dude. Like, what do we do? We don't even have stakes. And I'm like, why don't you have stakes? <laughs> like, how don't you have that? Like, what are you guys out? Just out? Like, you're just gonna punch a vampire to death and hope you, there's a piece of wood you can break off? Um, also, it is crazy because they look over and they see a sporting goods store across mm-hmm. the street. It is insane to me that Balthazar is in a warehouse with a window that you can see into from the street and look uh, directly across from that street and see functioning stores. Yes, like they're like, so out in the open. Maybe it's some kind of like hiding in plain sight type of situation, but they are, they can be seen easily. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Faith and Buffy look across the street. They see that sporting goods store and Faith is like, bingo. Faith walks over. She busts into this place, starts smashing every piece of glass in this store. And Faith is like, Hey, dude, here's my philosophy on being a slayer. I want it. I take it. I have it. And I guess if she could have worded this a lot better and been like, if it's for the greater good of destroying the evil in this town, I'm going to steal some shit. Yeah, but she's definitely not stealing it for that because they have weapons. Yes. <laughs> they have a cache of weapons that they can use. Yeah. But no, they, they, she just wants to steal. and she. It, some people can't handle having power. You True. Know? And now Buffy is being influenced by Faith. And she's a bad influence on Buffy. And Buffy, she's like, all right, you want it? She sees like a, she sees just a regular knife. 
Yeah, I'm, anything. I wrote this. I'm like, what? Why is Buffy grabbing a dagger, yeah. a metal dagger that will not kill a vampire? But instead, she smashes the display case, grabs this big old knife, and she's like, "I want it. I take it. I have it." And Faith is like stuffing a bunch of wooden stuff into her pants, <laughs> and she's like, "There you go, kid." She's got yeah. a gigantic crossbow. Yeah, and then. The most insane thing happens. A gunshot goes off and two cops show up and they go, freeze, put it on the ground or I start shooting. (laughs) They they come in and just fire a warning shot into the ceiling to get the attention of two teenage girls that are robbing a place. Yes. Every time the cops show up when Buffy's around, it is like full on extreme. Like when they it's, came, when Kendra was dead and they just walked in and like, you're under arrest. You must have murdered this whole room of people. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're, you're a 17 year old girl. Dude, the cops in Sunnydale's philosophy is shoot first, ask questions later. I think that might be a lot of cops uh, philosophies. In the Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But you walk into a you walk into a store and you just fire a warning. They didn't even say drop the weapons. They didn't just, say freeze. He just fired a shot to the ceiling. Yeah. Um, but now, now after the shot, he's like, drop the weapons or I fire. And then Faith is like giving him sass. She's like, ooh, look at you, Mr. Tough Guy. And she just drops the weapons. Yeah. Buffy drops her weapons. And they're like, all right, arrest him. Cuff him. And Faith is like, ooh, I like you, big boy. It's like, Ugh. yeah, I didn't I didn't know what was gonna happen at this scene. Yeah, me neither. So they get put into the cop car mm-hmm. and they're being driven back to the cop station, the police station or whatever, get booked. <laughs> the military guy, cop the military. station. <laughs> <laughs> they're going back to jail. Uh and Faith well, the cops are like What's up with you two? Why are you stealing all these weapons? Are you in one of those female gangs? And Faith is like, yeah, we're in the Slayers. And she kind of like nudges Buffy like, hey, good joke, right? And Buffy's like, dude, not now. This is serious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Faith is like, dude, you want to bust out of here? And Buffy's like, what? What do you mean? And Faith slinks down to where the cops can't see her from behind. And she's like, come on, get down. And Buffy slinks down. And then Faith goes, all right, here we go. I'm three, two, one. And Buffy and Faith kick. So you know how like cops, cop cars have like a cage separating them from the people in the back. They kick through the cage. The both of the cops' heads slam off of the dashboard and wheel. And the car goes careening into another car and crashes. And then... There's a bunch of smoke. There's a bunch of wreckage. And Buffy and Faith uh, get out of the car. And Faith's like, all right, time to go. And Buffy's like, dude, shouldn't we call a fucking ambulance or anything? And Faith's like, ah, with all the ruckus we just made, somebody will call her an ambulance. That's not on us. We got we got some slaying to do. And then they just book it. Yeah. That's what happens. Buffy's got a bad history of just assaulting police officers, dude. Yeah, it's it, it is interesting when she like flipped a police officer that one time and just yeah. beat him up and then and Giles has beat up a cop. Yeah. Um 
uh faith is in the wrong i feel like I feel like when Buffy did it, she needed to get out of there or else she was going to be arrested. And she had to figure out what was going on. Bigger thing at stake. This one, they really shouldn't have broken to the sporting goods store. The yeah, there was no reason. Car. And then Giles was hopped up on, you know, band candy. So, I mean, this is the one that was the most preventable. Like Buffy was being framed for Kendra's murder and the cops just started shooting at her immediately. <laughs> yeah. Like Giles was on band candy so that kind of makes sense yeah. but this was the most like well i mean faith is a faith is a bad girl man yeah i mean they didn't this all could have been prevented if they each had backpacks of weapons like there's no reason dude there's no fucking reason I it's know. unbelievable <laughs> it's unbelievable yeah uh so they they escape and now buffy's at home the next day it's the next morning and she's reading the paper feverishly she's like oh my god is there any kind of mention of the cops that we heard or anybody suspected of this and she can't find anything uh and buffy's mom comes downstairs and she she busts into the kitchen and she goes admit it and buffy looks up like <gasps> and then joyce is like don't you just sometimes want to quit your diet and eat a bunch of waffles and buffy's like whoa I was like, this is such a reach for a jump scare line like that. Yeah. Like, like it's a very re- big reach it, of a we, misdirect. Unless they deleted a scene in this episode where the mom t- complains about being on a diet, which I can't see fitting in earlier in this episode. It makes no sense that we have to now assume that the mom is on a diet yeah. for her to and, do all this bit. This and that bit. Buffy's on a diet, too. Because she's like a part no, of it. I think, she's like, don't I think, you want to give up on your diet? I think I think the mom is just on the diet. Okay. And that's why she wants to make waffles for the daughter. And then she can't eat them because she said the calories only don't count if I make it for you. Um, I thought right that now. was a cute mom line. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And 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 the rationale people do when they're on diets and stuff. <laughs> like, yeah. I had to I had to feed my kid the chicken nuggets. So like I and they didn't eat all of them. I can't waste the food. So it was just, you know, when yeah. you make them, they, you know, yeah. there's 40 of them and they're, they, the kids only eat, you know, 12. So I got to eat the rest of them. You know, <laughs> if you open a bag of chips, they go bad. So you have to eat them all. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Joyce asked, like, you know, hey, what was up with uh, you and Faith last night? How was uh, slaying? How was patrol? And Buffy was like, oh, you know, it's just usual stuff. And I was like, don't worry. I won't try to interfere. And then she does the the waffle yeah. calorie line. I was happy the mom's like, yeah, you're slaying. I don't not I don't need to ask questions. You're alive. You're here. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> like that's it. So that's basically the end of the scene. Buffy closes the newspaper and she heads out. She's like, all right, I gotta go. I got stuff to do. Mom's like, okay. Then mom starts reading the newspaper, and that's that scene basically. Mm-hmm. So then we have the mayor, and he's taking a picture with a bunch of Boy Scouts, and he's like, you you kids, you're the future of America. And then they leave. And as soon as the door closes, he walks over to the window's blinds and he shuts them. And he's like, all right, you're good to come out. Miss Trick comes out from another office, which I thought was cool. I thought it was a nice <laughs> little touch. Um, and then he was asked, he in there because he's a black guy or because he's a vampire? Why, was he <laughs> had to, why do you have to hide him? <laughs> well, then he asked yeah. Mr. Trick about the Illuminati and he's like, what's up with this Illuminati stuff? And as he's saying that, he's going over to his relics closet mm-hmm. and he opens it up. And this is the biggest bunch of bullshit that I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. So he opens up his relics closet 
and an entire huge human vampire man yeah. comes out of it and grabs the mayor by the neck. How did he fit in that closet? There is so much here. One, he's there in the middle of the day. Yes. So somehow he snuck in there at night and mm -hmm. came out. Did he know he was just going to come out whenever that case was open, right? Yeah. But the windows were open before. Yes. So like if Mr. Trick's not there, the windows are open. So when he opens that thing, you're just going to burn to death. Yeah, dude. So like what is I get it for the scene, but what is <laughs> like Well, also the staging if you go back and watch it again when he jumps out the doors are already half open because he absolutely could not fit in there no the shelves are like to the end of the door there's yeah you have to remove everything in that cabinet yeah it's so dumb it's so forced too but yeah but he grabs the mayor by the neck and shoves him up against the desk and mr trick comes up from behind the illuminati guy and stakes him uh he no he doesn't who stakes him? He doesn't get staked here at all. Are you serious? Yeah, he's in the end of the episode. Um, doesn't Mr. Mr. Trick stake Mr. somebody? Trick, Mr. Trick punches him. Oh, you're right. Mr. Mr. Trick, Trick punches, punches him and, him and, and, knocks and it him kills out. him. No. It knocks him out. <laughs> it knocks him out. Dude, who did Mr. Trick stake? See, Mr. Trick staked somebody. He staked this guy at the end of the episode. Okay. All right, I'm getting ahead of myself then. Sorry, yeah. everybody. I'm losing my mind. He he punches him, and then the guy had a sword. He punches him, and then Mr. Trick is like, oh, they always use swords. Should have had an Uzi. It would have oh, done, yeah, 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 yeah. done everything. True. And I've been saying, Guns only, vamp a lot of problems. <laughs> only vampire that used a gun so far was Darla, and that was badass. That was the best. Yeah. Um, But yeah, now the mayor is worried about security. He's like, what the hell? How did this guy get in here? Then we have security. He looks over at Alan, who, according to Wikipedia, actually, is not the head of security. He's the deputy mayor. Yeah, I didn't think he was head of security. I think he just talked to him about security. Okay. Um, He's like, what's and, up with this dude? Yeah. And this is where I'm like, is he working with the vampires, Alan? Like, because he would have had to let this guy in or something. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't sure because we don't get enough about Alan. Where I was like, is he with the Balthazar people? Is he? Does he not like the mayor? Is he trying to under mine him mm. um but See, yeah. this is this is why i thought that somebody died in this scene is because the next scene balthazar is like lamenting the loss of one of his henchmen he's like oh that guy was a good henchman yeah he's been kidnapped because at the end of the scene he goes oh um the mayor says lock him up and he's like what do you mean he's just gonna try to kill you when he when he wakes up and he's like yeah i know yes okay yeah. Okay, now everything's coming together. I'm just remembering exactly what happens <laughs> yeah. to this guy. Okay, you're it's right. like the it's such a major part of this episode. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like what makes this doubly great. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm wrong. Sorry, everybody. Uh, but yeah, Balthazar is now lamenting uh, the loss of his henchmen, and he wants his amulet. Hank calls upon a new guy and he's like get me the amulet and this is where he's like kill everybody bring yeah. me the slayers bring me the watchers bring me everybody i don't mm -hmm. care kill them all mm -hmm. and then there should have been the planet first i don't know why though. yeah so buffy and willow are at buffy's house and willow gives her some kind of good smelling protection necklace 
And Buffy's like, oh, that's so sweet. I'm waiting for this protection spell to pay off. Dude. Because we were talking about protection spells. I don't know how they work. Um, I thought they didn't work when you knew about them. Yep. Um, Maybe know, if you have it on a necklace? I know Willow had that whole thing when they were going into that school during uh, Only Have Eyes for You or something. And she had all, she made this like protection spell, but she almost got sucked into hell. I don't think, I don't think these spells work, but we'll see. Maybe it's yeah. going to pay off at the end. Um, so Buffy is like, well, I got to go on patrol. Willow's like, oh, can I come? And Buffy's like, Buffy gives her the Zeppo treatment. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't know, dude, this is a little dangerous. You might want to stay back. And Willow's like, what are you talking about? I know witchcraft. I can do stuff. And Buffy's like, eh, not like this. And then Faith shows up and Faith's like, all right, you ready to go patrolling, Buffy? And Buffy's like, hell yeah. My new best friend's here. Yeah. She's here to replace you, Willow. Yeah. So they go off to go patrol and Willow's left alone and she grabs the little protection spell. She's like, so stupid. Yeah. I At first I was like, oh, are we doing this scene or like the same thing we were doing in the Zeppo? But then I was like, oh, this scene is more about like, oh, Buffy has a cool new friend and she's not hanging out with her nerdy, dorky friend. And I was exactly. like, all right, all right, that's cool. I, I can get behind that high school metaphor, allegory. Yeah. Whatever. Analogy. <laughs> so Faith and Buffy are going back to where Balthazar is. And Faith has the gigantic crossbow that she got caught stealing. Bow. She calls it a longbow. This yeah. Is, this is, yeah. And Buffy's like, I can't believe you went went back to go steal that. And Faith's like, yeah, I'm so stoked to try this out. She's fiddling with it yeah um and then they get attacked by a vampire and they're you know they're all startled and everything and then we go back to wesley talking to giles and wesley's lecturing giles he's like you know what your problem is you got an emotional problem dude you got too attached to the slayer and that was your downfall and Giles is like, my emotional attachment wasn't a problem. It was an advantage. And you don't know what you're talking about. And Wesley's like, well, regardless of whether or not I know what I'm talking about, you did a bad job. I'm the new watcher. And there's nothing you can do about it. I'm the new watcher. It's my duty. And then Giles turns to look at him and he sees a bunch of the Illuminati guys behind Wesley. And he's like, well... Get ready to fulfill your duties. <laughs> and I love how chill Giles is. Oh, like Giles is so chill. And something I would have loved that would have made me kind of like respect this new watcher a little bit is if he had put any protection in the library. It mm-hmm. still drives me crazy that vampires can just walk up into the library that easily. Giles works there late at night by himself sometimes. Mm-hmm. How is it possible that vampires can just easily get in? Dude, have crosses at the entrance. Garlic. Have a priest come and consecrate the grounds. Bless the grounds. Have everyone meet at your house. You don't have any books. They all burnt up. Have everyone meet at your house, which is actually, you know, vampires can't physically get inside of it. Like, it's just, I get it for production. But it's so mm-hmm. crazy that they just like, hey, there's eight vampires standing out there. Yep. Uh, so then we go back to the Buffy and Faith fight. And Faith can't figure out the crossbow. 
or a crossbow longbow mm-hmm. uh she's just like you know what fuck it i'm just gonna do things the old school way she takes the wooden uh arrow out and she just stabs a motherfucker mm-hmm. uh then they're walking around the corner and she's like man this is this is pretty crazy like the, all these vampires keep attacking us one by one and then as they say that one jumps down <laughs> yeah. and then they stake it and they're like man this is Hopefully it keeps up like this because we can take on all these guys if it's one-on-one. Yeah. And then they turn a corner and the mayor, the deputy mayor, Allen, grabs Faith. And Faith shoves him up against a dumpster and stakes him in the heart. And it is a human. And he well, starts I, ble- bleeding. Right before she stakes him, Buffy's like, Faith, no, wait. And yeah. then she stakes him. And he starts bleeding. And Buffy's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And Faith's like, fuck him. Let's go. <laughs> no, she's standing back at this point. Uh, yeah. When he dies, she says, let's go. But, like, it's this death scene is, like, protracted. They play this out. Like, they he's bleeding from his mouth. Like, Well, because it starts uh, and then they go to a commercial break and then they come back from commercial break and the dude's still dying. Um, And... I was one of it's one of those weird things because I had had that in my mind like is he working with these other vampires when the vampire got in and the mayor's like hey I thought you were making sure this doesn't happen yeah why is he in that alley and no clue I'm just it was just really weird like why he popped out of the alley didn't say anything like he got shoved against the dumpster I thought he was gonna be like oh wait 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 or say yeah. something you know it was just I, I, I don't know why he's there. It makes no sense. And it does. It would have made sense if he was working with the Illuminati. Yeah. And and maybe he was. I, it, because they th- do do something weird later, which is. Yeah. So I'm not really sure what's really going on here. I guess she just. I guess a guy jumped out. And Faith's attitude about killing this guy is weird. But her killing this guy seems purely accidental. It's absolutely. I feel like Buffy could have accidentally done this too. Well, we thought that Buffy did do this like a long time. We thought that Buffy killed Ted. Yeah. Remember, we're like, dude, she just fucking killed a regular guy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But this was always a risk, and I'm happy that this has finally happened. Like, it is an interesting development in the story. And you're right, Faith isn't like fuck him, let's go. She is kind of taken aback by it. Yeah, because Buffy's like, oh, I need to get to something to stop the pressure, and like. Faith is just like standing behind her, like kind of stunned. Um, yeah, it was kind of like when she was fighting that first demon when she first arrived and she's like stunned and frozen and everything, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a little shell shocked, I guess. Uh, and so Buffy's like, well, call 911 at least. And Faith's like, we don't we don't have time. Uh, I don't we, have the minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she's like, well, let's go. We got to go. We got to go. We got to get out of here. And Faith just runs and she hops over some kind of fence. They go separate ways, right? Yeah. yeah. So Faith ho- hops over something and Buffy hops over a different fence. And when Buffy hops over, she puts the handprint of blood on like this wooden post. Did you notice that when she's hopping over the fence? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh boy, her fingerprints, blood, this yeah. guy is going to be, the next few seasons of Buffy in jail is going to be weird. <laughs> Um, so now we're following Buffy. We don't know where Faith is gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Buffy runs into Angel. And Angel does the same thing where he's just like, Buffy, 
like scares her or whatever and yeah. she's like on edge already and she stabs him in the chest and it was like <laughs> oh boy <laughs> this is this is why they don't carry stakes around <laughs> i guess that's true <laughs> um but angel's like buffy what's going on and he grabs her hand and he's like hey dude you got what's up with your hand you got a bunch of blood on it and buffy's like don't worry about it it's nothing and he's like all right well uh just letting you know shit's about to go down with balthazar shit's shit's getting crazy they got giles and they got wesley and buffy's like god damn it <laughs> can this night get any worse and now faith returns to deputy mayor allen and she's looking around like oh my god this is fucking crazy and she like goes and she touches him and she's like oh fuck <sighs> and then we cut from that scene yeah when she's reaching out to touch like the wound it's really like i was like are we gonna get something else is yeah, does I, faith I could have magical restorative powers like o'toole <laughs> oh my god that's where the old tool stuff would come in really handy yeah somebody needs to know how to raise the guy back from the dead um yeah and this guy would look fine he just has to wear a shirt you know just got a hole in his chest i mean Um, o'toole got shot like six or seven times this guy just got a stake to the heart yeah if it's fresh it's just it looked normal um yeah it was just like a weird i i just i guess i just couldn't register what faith's face was saying Mm -hmm. when she was touching i was like because I was still in this weird mode. Where I was like, is this guy something more than who he was? Yeah. I, I feel like Faith's attitude at this point is kind of like, ah, like, fuck. I fucked yeah. up. Yeah. But not like, oh, my God, I'm in trouble. But like, oh, man, I fucked up. Yeah, it's more like frustration and not like complete hurt. It, first, it was shock. And then she went back and like, oh, what am I going to do about this thing? Yeah. But yeah. So now we have Giles and Wesley as the prisoners in Balthazar's little warehouse. The line that this scene like kind of opens with is moist in the front, moist in the front. (laughs) And Giles and Wesley are looking at him like, oh, God. (laughs) Well, Wesley's looking at him like Giles is like, "Ah, this is like another Tuesday in Sunnydale for me. Yeah. And Wesley is scared and he is like shit in his pants and giles is like calm down dude like this is the shit that happens here yeah and watch is like what do you mean this is what happens here <laughs> like you wanted to be a watcher in sunnydale like why would you take this job just keep yeah. reading your books and ancient whatever yeah and giles is just like rolling his eyes like come on man so then balthazar is like I'm going to kill you and I'm going to kill the slayers and I'm going to kill everybody if I don't get my amulet. And Wesley's like, there has to be some kind of rational way that we could do this. (laughs) Like, look (laughs) at the guy that you're talking to, man. (laughs) You really think there's a rational way to do this? (laughs) The fact that they just kidnapped you is like rational enough. (laughs) Yeah. And then so Balthazar's like, I don't care, dude. There's no reason. I'm going to kill you if I don't get my amulet. And then Wesley just gives up all the information he has. Well, he offers a trade. Yeah, he's like, you've got something I want. I've got something you want. I know where the amulet is. I could tell you if you let us go. And Balthazar is like, fuck that. How about I just torture you and I'll take your kneecaps. The kneecaps line is great. He's like, tear off their kneecaps. And I was like, oh my God, dude. Yeah, and as soon as he hears that, 
Wesley's like, oh, fuck, I like my kneecaps. And then he sells out Buffy. He's like, Buffy had the amulet and she gave it to one of her friends. He's a tall guy. And then Giles looks at him and goes, shut up, you twerp. <laughs> and I was like, hell yeah, Ripper Giles. And, and, then, and then he's like, tell me his name. Tell me his name. And then Wesley's like, oh, um, I don't know the guy's I, name that she gave it to. Actually, I, I don't know. I, have I never got his name. <laughs> and, then, and then Balthazar's like, the kneecaps. <laughs> and then Giles is like, wait, wait, wait. You let him go. I'll tell you what you want. Yeah. Um, he's like, no, tell me his name. And then that's when we get the classic. It's a weird shot and angle when he shows up. But he's yeah. like, tell me his name. And then Angel walks in with Angel vampire face. And it's like this low angle. It's supposed to be a really cool entrance shot. But he's walking away from camp. I don't know. It just didn't. <laughs> Angel gets like a hero shot, like looking up like, hey, this is who we're supposed to be looking up to. He comes out. He's like, his name is Angel. And that's who I am. And he comes in and he starts kicking ass. Yeah. It's just the shot. I, I, I get what they were going for. It didn't really work for me. It, it kind of goes by too quick. It doesn't. It, it's yeah. also filmed. It feels like it's from some other room. <laughs> like it doesn't <laughs> yeah. feel like it's in the same area that they're in. Um, so Angel comes in and he basically like kicks the vampires off of Wesley and Giles. Uh, Buffy shows up. She's uh, kicking ass. And this is where we get the masters of spin jitsu. Mm -hmm. All kinds of spin kicks, all kinds of spin and flippy shit. Buffy frees Giles by uh, stabbing his restraints with a sword. And Giles is free and he un he frees Wesley and Giles is like fighting vampires now too, He's and Wesley fighting. Yeah. yeah, Wesley is like cowering, like a little, little fucking coward, like a person who's only ever faced controlled vampires, vampires yes. in a controlled situation. This is not a controlled situation. And yeah. the best part of this scene is Balthazar flailing his arms <laughs> and saying, "Unacceptable." Yeah, <laughs> it's the funniest visual. His like little arms are flailing. He's like unacceptable, unacceptable. Dude, there's one scene. I don't know if it's later or before, but he is screaming "go," and then they cut to a wide shot of him, and his lips are moving and not yeah. obviously not saying "go." Yeah, and then they cut back in. He's like "go," and they go wide shot with Buffy and her fight scenes, and it is just all stunt woman. Oh, it's yes. to the point where I'm like, I know I'm not looking at Sarah Michelle Geller. Like, yeah. it is obviously the stunt woman who I love her stunt person because she has like very snappy kicks and everything mm -hmm. is like really quick. And then she tries to hop back into like a Buffy stance. But it was just like, oh, my God, this is clearly they didn't even like try to cover it up. Yeah. Like with Angel, they always like film and the guy he's fighting people with his back turned to the camera. Mm -hmm. all the time so you just see like the back of the wig um but with this we were seeing full on yeah we see and like even the wide there's a couple of wides that aren't even that wide and you can just straight up see it's a different face it's <laughs> yeah, a different it's a, woman it's a whole different person yeah it's yeah. like geez dude <laughs> that's a little tough yeah um, so they're fighting, and this is a long, long, long choreographed fight scene, dude. Yeah, I mean, this was 
this is big. This is a there's a lot going on in this episode. Yeah. And so one of the Illuminati vampires grabs Wesley again and he's got him from behind and Giles is there with him and Wesley's like, Mr. Giles, Mr. Giles, save me. And then Giles goes, duck. And Wesley ducks. Giles beheads a vampire like right on him. Yeah. And he's like, oh, my God. Thank God. Whew. That's what I was saying about vampires keep grabbing people from behind and not biting them. Also, yeah. when someone grabs you from behind, they usually don't give you room to duck. Yeah, <laughs> dude. You got someone constrained. They don't really have like, oh, you can just duck out of this. Yeah. But uh, it was a cool. It's, I'm really interested to see next episode how Wesley reacts to. It should just be him being calling up the, the council and being like, Giles is the man for the job. Yeah. Like, or he or he should show Giles a lot more respect or like, can I work with you? Like, I see I'm out of my element here. Yeah, we we do need another person that can die in the finale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's still some more spin kick fighting going on. And Balthazar decides to use his Star Wars force powers on Angel. And he drags Angel close to him. It looked so funny. Yeah. Angel like freezes up. And he's like, ah. Yeah. And he grabs Angel's head from behind. And he starts to squish it like a melon. And uh, or, uh, Angel's getting his head squished. And Buffy sees this happening from afar. And she looks up and she sees like a lighting fixture. And she... Does she use the sword to cut it? I guess so. I don't know. I don't know how she does it. But she gets the lighting fixture to fall into the pool that Balthazar is in. And it electrocutes Balthazar. And he's like. <laughs> the properties of electricity. It electrocutes Balthazar. But does not go through Angel. Who he's holding. Yeah. Doesn't do <laughs> shit to him. <laughs> also. Can electricity kill vampires? I don't know what can and can't kill vampires at this point. Like I have no idea. Well I don't beheading know. Is, them kills them. Is Balthazar uh, a vampire? Or is he just a demon? He looks like he has vampire teeth and red eyes, but he's a demon according to Wikipedia. Okay, um, uh, we know demons can die just by breaking their neck, so yeah, that's that true. Would work. That's true, and uh, so he is—he's dead. But uh, then he starts taunting Buffy, and he's like, "You fucked up, dude. You have no idea what you've done. You are gonna wish that it was me who killed you." When he arises. And then he goes. And dies. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's left. He's playing the pronoun game. And he's like. Oh who's he? What are they talking about? Well we in the audience know who he's talking about. Yes. And we get to see him immediately. We see the mayor. Kneeling and praying in the center of a pentagram. Saying all kinds of old demonic shit. <laughs> he's trying to make a wish for or girls that like him, just like Xander. <laughs> He's got Amy there with him. He's yeah. like, you really Amy, which is just like a rat with a with the <laughs> witch hat on. It's like, you think Cordelia will like me after this? <laughs> um, but uh, Mr. Trick is there, and the the vampire from earlier that came out of the closet. <laughs> they came out of the closet he's now in the, the cage he went yeah, out he's of the closet in the cage yeah. he's there and they're all watching this happen and the mayor's chanting his demonic spell or whatever and then it ends and he 
opens his eyes and he's like, I wonder where Alan is. I feel like Alan would have enjoyed seeing this. Why is he so late? He's never late like this. <laughs> like the room is shaking and all yeah. this stuff. <laughs> this is the moment I was like, I really like the mayor. Yeah. <laughs> like the transition from the serious spell to like, where's Alan? He's late. Like, yeah. Like he's such a weird character. He's like um, happy go lucky, but yeah. also sinister as fuck. Yeah. So he stands up and he's walking over to Mr. Trick and Mr. Trick's like, well, do you think that the spell worked? And the mayor's like, only one way to find out. Uh, let the guy go from his cage. And Mr. Trick walks over and he's like, oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Here, give him his sword. Give him his sword, too. <laughs> That's the only way that we'll actually know. And yeah. then Mr. Trick's like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, let's do it. Who gives a fuck? So they open the, they open the cage. And at this point, I was like, if I was this vampire, I wouldn't get out of the cage. You openly hear these guys talking about, like, let's see if this works. Like, why would you go running into a trap? I would get out of the cage, but I wouldn't just get out of the cage and just attack. Yeah, maybe I'd run. I'd maybe attack Mr. Trick. Uh, Like, I don't know what, who knows what the spell's supposed to do, but if someone's letting you out so so that you can attack them, this is a trap. So I yes. might attack Mr. Trick and try to get out of the room yeah. and run away. But like, you know. it, do a little bit of improv. Or... But he doesn't know that Balthazar is dead. Yeah. He's, he can't go back without the head of the mayor. So This is a typical thing of just run and be a vampire on your own. Don't be a yes. part of any of these vampire cults. It's, I never understand the bad guys, like the, the henchmen of bad guys who kill their henchmen. Yeah. Like when they kill, when Balthazar kills that first guy and I'm just like, yeah, no, this isn't for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, it's like, also like, it's not smart for Balthazar either because now he has one less henchman. Yeah. One less person to lay the water on him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only non-expendable <laughs> henchman. <laughs> yeah. That one's like looking at everyone like, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So this vampire gets released from his cage. He gets his sword and he looks at Mr. Trick like, are you really going to let me just do this? Uh, all right, I'll do it. Runs to the, the mayor, s- s- does a huge swing of his sword, cuts the mayor's head right down the middle. And the mayor's head is split. And there's a bunch of roaches, it looks like, in between them. And it just goes right back to normal. And he is fully headed again. He's healed. Everything is fine. And then the vampire starts to back away. And this is where Mr. Trick stakes him from behind. You're absolutely right. This is what I was getting ahead of myself about. And so the mayor's like, ha, ha, ha. it worked. Pulls out his to-do list. And I paused on his to-do list. I knew you would. <laughs> I love his to-do list because... He checks off become invincible. <laughs> but what else is on his to-do list is call the temp agency. He has a PTA meeting after become invincible. And after the PTA meeting, he has get a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> like this is where the mayor like comes into his own. Like yeah. that is just so casual. Like, oh, become invincible. Yeah, I, I wanted to do that today. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he checks it off and he's happy go like He's like, this is awesome. All right, I'm invincible. Now nobody can hurt me. And this begins the 100 days. 
until my ascension or whatever. Yeah. And Mr. Trick, he's like, all right, let's go get root beer floats, Mr. Trick. Yeah. And Who's then the mayor, root beer? <laughs> like, the, the mayor leaves and Mr. Trick just kind of looks, he shakes his head. He's like, this guy's fucking crazy. He kind of yeah. snickers to himself. Yeah. I was like, all right, this is a this fun, <laughs> this is a fun time. <laughs> They're a fun little duo. Like, I don't, like, I don't know what Mr. Trick. We don't really know what Mr. Trick has been doing, like how he's making money off of this plan. But mm-hmm. I guess he's got the mayor behind him. Yeah. And now the mayor's invincible. So you're partnering up with the most invincible person in Sunnydale. Yes, you are. All right. This is it's interesting. We're getting we're getting somewhere with this. Yeah. Um, so after this scene, we have a scene of Faith and she is scrubbing something in the sink. Do you know what she's scrubbing? Her bloody shirt from the fight. Okay. <laughs> I got it assume. All right. So yeah. she's scrubbing her bloody shirt and Buffy shows up in full Jackie O regalia. Dude, when she showed up and they do the the full body shot at the door, I'm like, does she show up at Faith's place pretending to be like her mom or something? Like, what is up with these outfits when she comes over at the end of these episodes? Yeah, man. I mean, we've jokingly referred to these outfits as like her apology outfits, but she has nothing to apologize for here. I guess it's just her serious discussion outfits. Yeah, it's like, does she go to her mom's closet and raid it? And what is this? Well, you also, it's hilarious because you don't get a sense of the weather at all because Faith (laughs) is wearing just a tank top. She's wearing a tank top and jeans. And Buffy has like this long uh dress on and she has a long like trench pea coat type of yeah. fur light blue jacket and she looks so out of time yes that's what i mean it's like what is like why is she dressed like that it's so weird to me but i will forever call it her jackie o attire yeah her serious discussion Does she attire. have another purse with her too like it's yeah she needed a little purse that she's holding with both hands in front of her um, so she hears the knock at the door and Buffy's like, don't worry, Faith, it's just me. Cause Faith is obviously like, kind of worried about like, you know, the cops or whatever. So Buffy comes in and she's like, Hey dude, uh, we need to talk about what happened. And Faith's like, what was, what was there to talk about, dude? We were just doing our jobs. And Buffy's like, no dude. I mean, there's a difference between being a slayer and a killer. You killed a man. Like, you, you're you a murderer now. And Faith's like, I don't need your help, kid. I don't need... Yeah, I fucking wicked murdered that guy. What about it? I got a tattoo. You should have known this was going to happen to me. I got a bicep fucking triumphal tattoo. Fucking, I'll murder him with some chowder. And Buffy's like, no, dude. Like, this is crazy. Uh, I mean... Eventually, somebody's going to find that guy's body. And Faith's like, what fucking body, dude? I went back to the scene of the crime. He's in the Boston Harbor. (laughs) (laughs) Basically. And she does say she weighed it down, too. Yeah, she was like, I took the body. I fucking took him. I took him to the dump. I dumped him in in the water. And the story, nobody, All nobody's those fish, gonna find it. Those fish monsters from the from the swim team ate them. Yeah, and Buffy's <laughs> like, dude, 
Just because you threw them in the fucking vast and have, it doesn't mean that no one's going to find it. That's not the end of this. And Faith's like, I, I think it is. <laughs> and Buffy's like, dude, you, you can't just do that. You can't just kill a guy. You just killed a man. And Faith goes, yeah, here's the thing about that guy. I don't care. And then the episode ends. <laughs> it's yeah, like, was like, holy shit. I was like full evil turn for Faith. Yeah, like, man. Geez. Heal as fuck. Wow. Here's the thing. I don't care. <laughs> Credits. I, I was like, man, this episode did some turns that I did not expect. Like the mayor is the mayor's invincible. Faith just killed a regular dude. Like they throw some stuff in these episodes. And, and that, I think, is the the greatness about Buffy. And we talked about it in earlier stuff. It's like there'd always be these twists in an yeah. episode. That we never see coming. Like, I did not see Faith sleeping with Xander in the the way that last episode was going. Yeah. And this, I'm watching it. I'm like, oh, Faith's going to do something dumb. But I don't expect mm-hmm. her to kill a person. And I don't expect the mayor to become invincible. Dude, So there's so many developments. We got the new watcher, Wesley. Mm-hmm. We've got Faith on the run for being a murderer. Like, is, is Buffy going to turn her in? Like, what are the moral implications of that? We've got the mayor becoming invincible and planning out this ascension thing that's going to happen in a hundred days and balthazar is even like you should have wanted to be killed by me like (laughs) shit's about to get real okay yeah Uh, and this is a good way because i brought up last episode um that the end of the world scenarios would seem like it because last episode we were seeing it through uh xander's perspective you know so xander sees all these people and they get in their world and it becomes really soap opery But I was like, oh, if we look at it that way, all the end of the world stuff can be taken as a joke. But now we've ratcheted it up a little bit with this Mm -hmm. that like now I care a little bit about how this next giant threat for the episode will play out. Um, Well, Vance, speaking of next giant threat, the title of the next episode is Consequences. Man, uh, this has to it has to be something about uh, faith in this murdering the guy. Yeah. Right. It has to be. Unless it's something about um, Xander and Faith's thing. Maybe both. Maybe because also a little bit of Wesley facing the consequences of him being a terrible watcher. Oh, no. Watchers don't face consequences. They're uh, British men. Yeah. They're white guys. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're the, most, the whitest of white guys. Um, uh, the thing I was going to say about Xander is that he can't catch a break with the girls he falls for, man. No. The girl, the, uh, the, the mantis lady. And now a stone-cold stone murderer. murderer. <laughs> yeah. As soon as this happened, I was like, oh, Xander, you did it again. <laughs> Dude, if if Xander gets a crush on you, dude, yeah. wait till Willow turns into some kind of fucking insane evil person. Oh, Cordelia too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that is it for bad girls. You got anything else to say about this episode here, Vance? Um, oh, uh, just that uh, I thought that there might be something with uh, the fingerprint of blood that Buffy has. On oh, the yeah, wall. yeah. So maybe that it, it just seemed like they pointed to that. Like she hops over the fence, her hand touches the hole his blood there and then she had blood on her hands that uh xander brings up or angel um, or angel brings up yeah so it's 
I feel like if a person went missing and the mayor does like this guy, mm-hmm. so he would look into it, um, and her prints are there, and someone would see, a cop would see her and be like, "Isn't she the one that almost killed that Ted guy and was under murder for the Kendra girl and then broke into the sporting goods store because it's a small town and we know everybody and yeah. there's only one person named Buffy." Um, yeah, so. Uh, Maybe yeah. that's what leads to these consequences. Maybe the cops yeah. show up and they're like, hey, we've got uh, we, we we heard that you were like on the scene of the crime or whatever at the scene of the crime or near it. And, and we found this bloody hand and yeah. let me see your hands. She still got she never washed <laughs> she her hands still, after. Oh, man. So, yeah, we'll have to see what happens in the next episode when we uh, of consequences. But, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe and, and stuff on Spotify. Uh, join the Discord. Join the Patreon. All those things are linked in the show notes. Follow us on Instagram at Boys Watching Buffy. If you want to email in, it's boyswatchingbuffy at gmail.com. And, yeah, that's it for Bad Girls. Stay tuned for the next time when we talk about consequences. Faith, you don't get it. You killed a man. No, you don't get it. I don't care. <laughs>